0: John. John Hutchinson, what's going on man? Uh, It's finally good to get you on. You know, I've been watching you for a while working with a lot of the top guys in Thailand and uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's going to be fun to chat with you today.
1: Hi, uh, it's good to get on the show. I always follow you. You know, it's it's always good to watch. It's a great job you're doing for everybody. You know, I always support you.
0: Appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Now, let's start with your story, man. Uh. I know that you've been out there for a couple of years now and uh, I wanted to talk about like how you first ended up in Thailand because you're originally from Ireland.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's a long story. Like when I left Ireland, probably started to leave Ireland when I was like 15, 16, like England and went to America route and went all around Australia and ended up in Thailand, you know. I was, I was actually still fighting there, like, two years ago. It was, like, my last few fights was in Australia. And uh, I just came to Thailand for a bit of training, camp, And ended up in Tiger Muay Thai. And I ended up helping doing a bit of coaching. And during that time, uh, I was getting ready for a fight. I was fighting for a WBC title in uh, Sydney. I was preparing Tiger for and went over and fought. When I fought there, I ripped my shoulder and my rotating cuff in that fight. And uh, When I came back, I, I couldn't really punch, but I just always stayed in the gym and ended up coaching. I just ended up helping Tiger and then I started helping like, Peter Yan one day. At that time, he was just like, just before he signed the UFC, think like, hey, coach, can we do pause? They call it pause. And, uh, I wasn't a coach at that time. I was like, I'm not a coach, but I'll help him. But, that's just the way it ended up then, just a bit, a bit coaching took over, and I'm still here now, at it. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: you know. yeah, let's rewind back to uh, before the fight in Australia. Uh, you said that you were training at Tiger. How did you connect with Tiger? Because Tiger's not known for their boxing.
1: No, I, I was at an old gym over here. Uh, There's like a conditioning gym over here, at Unit 27. Mm. And I was just there getting my conditioning, and I used to come here from the conditioning. And then I going and do my boxing camp, say like in Australia or wherever it was or wherever I was fighting and then somebody hooked me up with Sam, Sam Bastin, he's an old coach here in Tiger and uh, he, he helped me a bit and that's how I ended up in Tiger then and we, the two of us just kind of like gel together and he helped me out a lot at the start and then I started to help him back and we teamed up here in Tiger, you know, it was, so, oh, uh, yeah, that, that's Osam. They helped me get into Tiger to start.
0: You know, it's been a few years, and you guys are building this program, this boxing program, where it kind of came out of nowhere, right? Because a lot of people are not, they're not familiar with Tiger Muay Thai as, as going there for boxing.
1: Yeah, it's crazy you now the the boxing is picking up brain. It's one of the busiest classes in Tiger, you know. There's got to 60 people in the class most days, and that's nearly every day, you know. It's... It's really building up now. Most people come here now, they just come for boxing and conditioning. Where they have a choice now, you know. Some people might come here for like the MMA or the boxing or strictly Muay Thai. So it's a very good gym. Like there's over 500 people there trying to Muay Thai. So it's all around now. Like the boxing's growing massive here in Thailand.
0: It's a huge benefit for you guys, the boxing coaches, because guys will come and they're they're looking to get MMA coaching, but then they run into you and then end up having you help them out a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, it's good. I know even with the MMA, a lot of guys are doing boxing. It's a lot of them winning fights with stand up, so now they're program that into their into their program like boxing, so maybe two three times a week or a lot of them train every day boxing as well, so. It's helping all around. It's gonna around in circles. You know, it's a big helping tiger.
0: Dude. Yeah. Now with Peter, you know, that's like your guy. You know, you you mentioned earlier that you started working with him before he even signed with the UFC. Yeah. Were you? I think you were in Vegas with him in his during his last fight against Uriah.
1: Yeah, I was in Vegas the last fight with him. So you know, uh, it's just uh, the, every fight it gets better. You know. It, it, he doesn't know how good, is insane, crazy, good, you know. it gets better and better every camp, you know. Everything he does, not just boxing. If it's conditioning, anything, he wants to be number one. He never comes last, you know. That's just his mindset. You know, it's a, it's a big team in Tiger, you know. Between the hickmans and the conditioning, and so mm-hmm. we all put it all in, you know. It all comes together. But... uh what? Peter, like what he can do, like boxing-wise, I've trained a f- few good fighters over here in boxing, and he would just turn them on the head. If he had to fight, he could just go professional boxing the next week, no problem.
0: What is it about him, though? Like what, what? It's other than you know his his work ethic and and his cardio and and all those other things. What is it about him that makes his boxing so special? Because everybody's been talking about it since he debuted in the UFC.
1: He just listens and it, it sits in there, you know, if you tell him something he, he remembers yeah. and it he, he he's like he's a master of martial arts so when we drill, like we don't like keep drill like just we do the one drill till he gets it right over and over and over and over. And that's why it's so good, like he has to nail it to one hundred percent before we move on to the next. So anyway we're training we might start camp early, we do a couple of drills, we think this is going to work, this is going to work, and we over and over and over, and then we put it all together, and comes fight night. And even with like uh, Uriah Faber, what is his, right, Peter? You know, where he's come forward, aggression, Peter, is like, like walking a fight dog, you're just like ready to, you're holding him back, like, that's what it's like, you know, like, Peter, just control distance and discipline, this guy, and you're going to, him to school and that's what they're doing, you know. And I say it all the time, it's the hardest hitting man with out there and he gets stronger every camp because um all he focuses on is like balance and striking just to get better and stronger. And you get hit by him you, with them small gloves, you know about it. And that's every fight now he's putting guys away.
0: You said that he if he if he drills something, he keeps drilling it until He perfects it. Most, a lot of, you know, you've trained some guys. A lot of guys, they don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. They want to move to another thing, even though they didn't perfect it. So how helpful is that for you as a coach to have someone that wants to keep doing it until it's perfect?
1: Yeah, it's it's brilliant. You know, as I say, at the start of camp, it might be boring. You know, at the start, we might just go for one shot, like a jab alone or one right hand or, one left hook for anybody else who wants to go in there and hit pads and feel, you know, and feel good. We just go back to basics. He might not have to do it, but uh, that's just his mindset. He doesn't care if it's boring. He starts now. Now we're a bit further on in camp. Now we're starting to let him off the hook a bit. You can feel the power in that shot. i tell you one thing. Marias is going to need the best chin in the world to survive this fight. Because um, he won't go five
0: rounds with Peter. Yeah, going, yeah. The the fight with Moraes is is still you know over a month, around maybe two months away, right? So, but yeah. he's already training for the fight. I seen yeah. you guys on the beach, even though the gym is closed.
1: Yeah, he's training. We just trained there last night as well, you know. And uh, oh, he'll train us. I've never seen a man so focused and switched on, you know. We're a good bit out. Five rounds is gonna suit Pedri and and uh, take nothing away from Maraz, he's a hard, tough Brazilian kickboxing side. We get past him kicks, skim game over. Uh, one round he's gonna his conditioning goes down, and I uh, I say it all the time, not just saying it now, but I, I can't see it going four rounds. This, this fight's gonna make Pedriana. Everybody's gonna know Pedriana after it.
0: Like, what kind of drills are you guys doing out on the beach? I, I've seen a couple of videos, and uh, it looks like it's some crazy conditioning th- stuff going on.
1: Yeah, it's uh, like, maybe we change it all up, you know, Mornings like running with legs and with strong legs. is going to need it for the kicks, you know, and sprints, shadow boxing, bag, pads, and then to go, like, bounce the drills in the water and all, you know. It's uh, We just keep changing it all up do you know so we'll focus a lot like on uh, like balance because I know it sounds crazy but you know like something moving if you walk into something moving it's uh, it's not really gonna hurt but if you walk into like a corner of a wall solid good bounce you're gonna get hit hard and that's the way Peter's gonna hit Mariah's hard with good balance you know
0: now with with life in Thailand, it's the, the coronavirus is getting worse and worse, you know, like most parts of the world. You know, how 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 is your lifestyle right now? Is it is it kind of difficult to get around or?
1: Just like, yeah, you can see it. Like, you can see it getting quiet here and um, the shops and we have to, like, take away food. I know it's crazy now, and to be fair, I'm actually enjoying these few days break for... I've been in that gym for over a year, no break and on no Christmas. I flew back before. After Peter's fight, that's the highest, busiest time of the year. And Peter's friends all came from Russia. I was working with maybe five, six fighters every day, so my elbows are getting a break from holding pads, you know. So it's, it's refreshing for me now. It's giving me time to study and study and study. And a couple of fighters here, because I'm helping. Uh, there's another fighter on the show as well in Kakistan, you know. Uh, uh, I can't pronounce his name right, they'll have at me, Mozvar. Yeah, it the, yeah, uh, the yes, Russian guy so. I was meant to go to America with him for his last fight and they had a bit of a road accent over here. oh yeah so now he's on the Kakistan show so there the, were the two guys on that fight so gives me time now to study and set a plan and all and it's, it's refreshing time for me at the moment
0: yeah um, I, someone told me like a couple months ago that Johnny is at the gym every day like Every day, Sunday. I someone told me I forgot who it was, but he said that you were there like every day, like you never took a day off. And I was like, "Dang, that's some dedication, because that means you're working hard. That means you got a lot of guys that you're helping out."
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, like, it was my, but boxing is my life. You know, it's like there's no part time boxing. You know, I, I go in that gym in the morning. I could be on six o'clock in the morning in back Then I'm training a few guys, and then I've got the the boxing class, and then Tiger might have an oil class called Tiger Beachside. I run the boxing there. Then I come back, and then I've got the fighters in the evening. You know, most guys who want to train after the MMA sparring or the, the MMA wrestling will come down and do striking after. So it's um, it's full time in there. You know, so as I say now, I'm enjoying it. I can focus, and I nearly watched every fight of Marquez this last week. You know, it's every day I've been studying. So it's given a good time, that's what it is. You know,
0: of course, I've seen you working with Merbeck, Tyson Moff, you know, who else have you been working with in the last, like, year or so?
1: Oh, uh, I have it all rolled down there. I, uh, I helped Loma a lot when she's in camp. And uh, I think this last year now, two years I've been in Tiger, I think, I've helped 24 UFC fighters. I have a list there, but like full time helping them out now. Like uh, Peter, Mozvar, uh, Loma, Marveg. Guys come and go, you know. There's uh, and then guys come. We all work in a like a circle of George and Frank, and they might need hand. They'll send guys to me or guys I'm working with send that way. We're all one big team, you know. It's a very, very good, Romney and Tiger. We, we all bounce off each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like uh, talking with the other coaches there at Tiger. Right now, you guys have this synergy going on with all the different like parts of the team. You know, like the strength and conditioning, the boxing, the MMA, the jiu jitsu. It's just all this huge ecosystem, and you guys are just working off yeah. each other. It's it's pretty amazing to watch.
1: Yeah, it's, it's great now, you know, it's perfect Like, because uh, nobody has to go look for sparring. You've got the best sparring that like you've got. I mean, on the MMA class, it could be 100 people on the mats, you know, from all over Russia, everywhere, you name it. And there's talent in that floor series. And so everybody bounces and it's competitive. If one guy is getting... Better trainers or something. They want to the train, and so they're all pushing each other, you know, they, they bounce off each other. They're dude. Uh, it's good to see.
0: Maribek. <laughs> Tell me about him, man. He's just, he's another guy, you know, he the work ethic is crazy with him, too.
1: Oh, serious. Well, I've never met a guy that trains. He is a workhorse, you know. What a guy. is It's so funny, too, you know, when you get to know him. He's kind of like a brother, you know. And, uh, uh, I tell you, he's an old guy. If you're on the wrong side of him, and he'll know about it. You know, there's no stopping him, <laughs> there? He can hit. He can hit like a truck. It's funny, you know, because this camp he came here, and uh, he just was strictly boxing and conditioning. And you want to, like in that camp, short camp. I don't know how many sessions we don't I've I, I never seen a man's boxing go up, his power, his punch and strike, and he develops so much. I'm so looking forward to seeing him fight the next time, you
0: know. <clears throat> Do you like those, Uh, like, what is it? What's he wake up at, like 5, 6 a.m. sessions? Yeah. Like, that's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, because uh, he likes to be in the gym early, you know. Uh, the, the conditioning coach here, would they? we joke and laugh about it because sometimes he may get the morning or I'll get the morning. And whoever gets morning gets evening, which is a bit easier, you know, you're woken up. Hmm. So like, what is it? like? Nah, you can do it. I had that long enough. So I got six o'clock every time the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, <laughs> but, uh, that's, that's that's work ethic.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's full of life in that time of the morning. Hmm. And that's a very, very good time to train because when you're there, the gym's quiet. You have the whole gym, you know, to drill and use the bags. It's... It's perfect time to train if you have that discipline, you know. It might work for some people and, and then others it doesn't, you know, like like the likes of Peter, like he that man would train any time of the day, but the best time you see Peter train is the evening, like six seven, he's got his energy there, you know. Everybody's different. So uh, for me and myself too, six o'clock when I was training, fighting, like to hit pads six in the morning, and the last thing I wanted it would be like jogging, in the afternoon would box or the night time. But I could never hit pads six in the morning, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it works for Marbeck.
0: When you were a a fighter, you probably thought, man, I'm working hard, you know, I'm training, I'm doing everything. But it seems like as a coach, you're working even harder.
1: Yeah, there's there's been no break, you know. It's, phew, it's this days like. I worked hard, like I always train hard as a fighter. Some days I go in that house and I haven't even got the energy to even, to even think about training. Like, and I, I love training, so it's it's hard because the amount of sweat using this losing that heat. I'm on my toes all day, like right, moving and pads, you know. And you come back, you just, you're shook, and you sleep again. So,
0: now with Peter, you know, what do you see happening in this fight upcoming? With uh, uh, uh
1: four rounds. If it, uh, three, that's definitely not going four rounds. The way, I, like, I don't want to give too much away, but like, he you know, you know, Morales and goes down after a round or two. Get past them kicks. with have to watch them kicks. There's not a guy that's gonna go over three rounds with Yan the way he's hitting at the moment. You get, we trained outside last night and you could hear the echoes of his head pad the pad our people were stopping on the side of the road. It was like a gun gun, I could just boom, hear the sound sort of it. He's uh, going to need the best. If you think of um, Aldo, he was like but bit shot, maybe his first time making up wet. You know, he's been through the wars, his stand. You know, he struggled with him. Peter's fresh, hungry, and he, like I've never seen a guy train. He's can hit three times as hard as Aldo, and he can box twice as good as him. He's gonna need the best defense ever to get past that chin, you know. And another thing, if you watch, like um, every time he gets hit in the body, it chops the body, it backs up, like and the bikes right too. So Peter's gonna a bit more. Pressure on this guy, not as much distance for the kicks. Um, I, I can't see it going to distance, you know. It could be a war. The first round or two, you know. They're going to clash, like, without doubt. Even when they spoke over in Vegas together, they met outside and said, Peters, I'll fight you, no problem. And the two of them are going to meet in the middle. They're two fighting guys, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be an interesting
0: fight. So you going to uh, Kazakhstan with them?
1: Yeah, I'll be going over to Kakisan and it.
0: <laughs> So it seems like you're going to be in the corner with him for pretty much every fight from now on, it looks like, right?
1: Yeah, well, the, like with me and Peter, you know, we, we built a bond, we're friends more than I think, you know. And sometimes Peter, Peter's his own guy, like he has his own, what comes to fight, we have a bit of structure and, you know, like, uh, everybody helps Peter, like, you know, you've got the Hickmans, yeah. Then Sean Cobra, the conditioning coach, it's all a big, big team here, you know. Come in the end, then we get a bit of a structure and plan um, um, we'll stick at it and we'll go together, you know, and it works good, you know. So, uh, you know, you couldn't, it's the likes of Peter now, so far at the camp, you couldn't, we couldn't put a plan out for him because he actually is his own guy, you know, he's amazing what he does. Different, like to Marbeck, you'll come here and he will say, "Right, coach, uh, I want a structure," and you'll put a plan out. From mm-hmm. Peter's his own guy, and we we can't change that, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
1: amazing what he, he can do, you know. To... So
0: you so you working with Peter, and then after that fight, who else do you got down the line? Do you have a you know a schedule uh, for yourself?
1: Yeah, on that show, two guys, Mozviers on it as well, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully Marbek's on the Doberman card in August, mm-hmm. so, so. But at the minute everything's up in the because he's in lockdown over there, you know. And we'll wait and see what his new contact is with UFC, mm-hmm. and uh, then everything's all getting locked down. The so was putting it all up in the air. And there's a boxer I work with too. He's a Russian guy, 19 and WBO champion. Mm-hmm. Friend I say Peter's uh, Margov. Uh, he was coming out here, he comes out here and prepares me and then he goes over to Adam Booth in London, finishes his barn camp with Josh Kelly and fights, so he was meant to come back out. And then this kid, you, you know of him, like, watch out for him, he'll be back out then. Uh, he'll be going professional this year. Mohamed, uh, Margoff, Mohammed, the uh, young kid, you
0: know,
1: hey, watch out for him, he's top class, you know.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know him, I know yes. he is.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, the, he'll, he'll be turning over this year now, you know, so won't be too long now, as soon as this goes down, like the, the virus thing, he'll be out here preparing, so looking forward to him, he's a special t- talent as well. Like, he's an yeah. old Peter Yan, this kid. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the amount of talent coming through the door out here, the amount serious, young guys and... Oh, the the bunch and everything,
0: so you know. You know, it's uh exciting times for you, man. Uh, and I it's good to watch you uh develop and have these guys come through and and work with them and and see you in the corner of you know of Peter Jan It's uh it's fun fun times for you, man. Thanks, John, for the time and uh, good luck on everything, man. And uh and hopefully stay safe, you know, in in these times of being on lockdown. And uh, yeah, man, we'll talk <laughs> again very soon.
1: Okay, thank you very much. Keep up the good work.